Good afternoon. It's a sunny day here in Wilmington, North Carolina, and welcome back to Third Gear, a Formula One podcast. My name is Kate Egan, and I'm a marketing major with a passion for Formula One, and on today's episode, we'll be talking about the Australian Grand Prix and all of the chaos that went down. Going into the race weekend, we weren't really sure what the weather was going to look like in Albert Park. There were some threatening clouds and chances of rain here and there. But before we get into the exciting and nearly endless race, we first have to discuss the rest of the weekend. Practice session one, we saw Max Verstappen set the fastest time with the first practice session of the weekend. We saw Red Bull added some upgrades to their car by changing the front wing to help with the redirection of airflow, and it really helped. The Red Bull cars looked unmatched in speed this weekend. Mercedes was also looking a lot faster, Lewis Hamilton setting the second fastest lap of the session, and the session ended up being red flagged due to a GPS issue, meaning the drivers couldn't be warned if a car was nearby since none of the cars could be located correctly, which led to several close calls on the track. Once the GPS issue was sorted, we went back out and we saw Max Verstappen complaining about some gear shifts like he did last race weekend in Jeddah, and then we also saw Logan Sargent complaining about his car bottoming out so much that he couldn't even see. Sargent's car ended up suffering technical issues that caused another red flag when his car got caught in the gravel trap. The second red flag caused the practice session to just end where it was as it was too close to the time. The finishing order for the first practice session had Max Verstappen in first, Lewis Hamilton second, and Sergio Perez in third, with the rest of the drivers following them being Fernando Alonso, Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, Pierre Gasly, George Russell, and Lance Stroll running out the top 10. Followed then by Alex Albon, Oscar Piastri, Nico Hulkenberg, Nick DeVries, Logan Sargent, Esteban Ocon, Yuki Tsunoda, Valtteri Bottas, Zhou Guanyu, and pulling up in 20th, Kevin Magnussen. Now on to practice two. 20 minutes into the second practice session taking place on Friday, rain started to fall, causing the drivers to head back in and begin pitting. Before the rain began, we saw Fernando Alonso at the fastest time, followed by Charles Leclerc and then Max Verstappen. This is the first time the drivers got to practice with their new 2023 cars in the wet conditions, and though faster times weren't really being set, the intermediates went on, and I'm sure teams gained good data on how their cars run in slippery conditions. Just before this practice session, Yuki Tsunoda took a second gearbox, the second of four allowed in a season. And after suffering an issue in free practice, one Logan Sargent was unable to compete instead of time. Our finishing order had Fernando Alonso, Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen, George Russell, Carlos Sainz, Esteban Ocon, Sergio Perez, Lando Norris, Nico Hulkenberg, and Pierre Gasly in the top 10. Followed then by Yuki Tsunoda, Valtteri Bottas, Lewis Hamilton, Oscar Piastri, Joe Guanyu, Lance Stroll, Nick DeVries, Alex Albon, Kevin Magnussen, and Logan Sargent, rounding out the last of the grid. For the last practice session, Max Verstappen continued to demonstrate his speed and set the fastest time once again. And another once again, this session was red flagged, the third of the total seven that will occur over the course of the entire weekend. This time it was due to Nick DeVries losing some bodywork that needed to be cleaned off the track. Perez went into the session late, going through some mechanical fine-tuning during the beginning of the session. He struggled with the car throughout practice three, and he had a lot of issues turning under braking, which ended up becoming an issue later on. He was continuously complaining about it. Zhou Guanyu also went off the track and made contact with the barrier, but he did manage to salvage it, bring it on track, and continue running. The final results for the last practice session in Australia had Max Verstappen leading, Fernando Alonso in second, and Esteban Ocon in third. They were followed by George Russell, Pierre Gasly, Sergio Perez, Carlos Sainz, Lewis Hamilton, Lance Stroll, and Joe Guanyu in the top 10. Then Hulkenberg, Albon, Leclerc, Piastri, Bottas, Sonoda, Sargent, Magnussen, DeVries, and Lando Norris to finish out the grid. Now let's talk about qualifying. The first qualifying session had a 90% chance of rain, but drivers went out on slick tires to make the most of the dry track while they could. 
Logan Sargent went off the track at turn 13, and shortly after, Sergio Perez got his car caught in the gravel, causing the session to be red flagged. This followed the free practice session where Perez was struggling with his car and claimed it was the same issue and the car would need to be fixed prior to the race tomorrow. The first round of qualifying saw the elimination of Perez starting in 20th, Botas in 19th, Sargent in 18th, Guan Yu in 17th, and Piastri in 16th. The second session was going well, only a few drivers struggling to get grip on the track. Halfway through the session, a few drivers changed for fresh soft compound tires instead of the scrub tires they had been using throughout the session, as rain continued to be threatening but never quite fell. Knocked out in the second round was DeVries starting from 15th, Magnussen starting from 14th, Norris starting from 13th, Sonoda from 12th, and Ocon from 11th. For the third and final round of qualifying, rain began creeping closer, and there were threats of wet weather hitting the track at the end of the session. The last session showed massive improvement from the two Mercedes, showing they weren't completely out of championship contention this year. There were some fearless Aussie birds out there on the track too, making an appearance in the session as Max Verstappen and a few other of the drivers had to narrowly swerve to avoid them. The checkered flag is out in the starting order for the top 10 drivers has Max Verstappen starting on pole for the first time in his career in Australia, George Russell in second, Lewis Hamilton in third, Fernando Alonso in fourth, Carlos Sainz in fifth, Lance Stroll in sixth, Charles Leclerc in seventh, Alex Albon in eighth, Pierre Gasly in ninth, and Nico Hulkenberg starting in tenth. So last episode, my prediction for this race had the qualifying order being first Max Verstappen, second Fernando Alonso, and third Carlos Sainz. I wasn't too far off. I did get Verstappen getting on pole for the first time in Australia, and I got Fernando Alonso and Carlos Sainz right after each other. However, instead of starting second and third, they're starting fourth and fifth. So not awful. I didn't predict the Mercedes to be up there, but good for them. Um, I said that the race finishing order for the podium would have Max Verstappen on top, with Sergio Perez in second and Alonso in third. Again, I was pretty close. Verstappen and Alonso were both in the positions I predicted. However, Perez, due to suffering that issue during qualifying, started from the pit lane, and actually Lewis Hamilton finished in second in this race. Um, I had the driver of the day going to Perez, which was also true. I got that right. And then I had the DHL fastest lap going to Valtteri Bottas, which was definitely not true. Um, He was really struggling out there on the track this weekend, and the fastest lap ended up going to Perez. Well, we know what we're all here for, the race. Let's talk about it. Australia has got to be one of the most dramatic, chaotic, and incident-filled races I have ever watched. With a total of 12 drivers finishing the race, it's also one of the most retirements I've ever seen as well. In the first lap of the race, Max Verstappen was passed by both Mercedes, George having taken the inner corner on turn one and started leading the race from there. Uh, The opening lap also had Charles Leclerc spin into the gravel trap after being tapped by Lance Stroll from Aston Martin. He sadly was forced to retire from the race and brought out the first safety car. Shortly after the safety car, Alex Albon had a heavy crash, causing what would be the first of many red flags. Of course, this was unfortunate news for Albon, but also for George Russell and Carlos Sainz, who completed what was to be their only pit stop of the race under this first safety car. This meant that George Russell lost his first place lead and was now in the middle of the grid, with Carlos Sainz also down there in the middle as well. The rest of the drivers got a super easy, cheap pit stop under the red flag, as they could just go into the pits, stay in their position, and change tires anyway. As the race restarted, Hamilton led the race until Max Verstappen was able to catch up and move into first, creating a bigger gap between the two with every lap that passed. And on lap 18, George Russell began slowing down considerably, and soon we were able to see his engine catch fire, what started off as a great race and then became a little worse and is now ending in flames, as it could be said. As he's forced to retire, he pulls over just after the pit lane, which doesn't cause too much of an issue for the other drivers besides the pit lane being closed. 
All right, and then as the race continues, we think that we won't have any other issues and laps remaining get smaller and smaller. We're getting into single digits now, but after that, it's only a matter of time before stuff really starts to get out of control. Kevin Magnuson touches the wall, causing one of his tires to fly off, and his crash results in what is now the second flag of the race. There were only four laps remaining at this point. It was lap 54 out of 58, I believe. And many drivers yelled out in distaste for this red flag. Max Verstappen, who now had a 10-second lead over Hamilton, has lost that advantage. And there were other drivers who built up gaps and are now having to compete in a close draw once again. The incident is cleared away, and as the drivers line up for what would now be the third standing start of the race, the chaos begins with only two laps remaining. Into the opening corner, Fernando Alonso is tapped by Carlos Sainz, causing him to spin around. We saw Perez ran wide and cut through the gravel. We see the Alpine driver of, I believe, Pierre run wide and then in an attempt to get back onto the track, take out his teammate, and both are forced to retire. We also saw Logan Sargent run into the back of the Alpha Tauri of Nick DeVries, taking out both of them. And at this point, this is all occurring kind of at once, and the session has been yellow flagged, but racing is still continuing a little bit until we see Lance Stroll lock up and braking and go off as well, and then immediately the third red flag comes out, effectively stopping the race. Now, there's tons of complaints and confusion over how the race would resume, if they would have a restart from the original order or from the new one. After Fernando Alonso was spun around from the contact between him and Sainz, he immediately called this out. Basically, if you're looking for a clearer kind of example of this, compare it to Silverstone from 2022. After the first lap incident with Zhou Guanyu where he crashed out, the FIA didn't know whether to start the race from the order that had occurred after the start of the race or if they should go back to the beginning since they never made it through the first sector, which in the end is what happens to be decided upon. The FIA decided that the race would restart for the final lap behind the safety car from the starting order prior to the incidents because the drivers never made it out of that first sector. This meant that the starting order was going to keep Max Verstappen in front with Lewis Hamilton in second and then followed by Fernando Alonso in third rather than starting Alonso in the back of the grid after his contact. Unfortunately, Carlos Sainz was given a five-second penalty that would drop him all the way to the back of the grid behind all other racing drivers. Because everyone was one after another and there would be no more racing laps, this was a pretty severe penalty. In normal situations, I totally understand five seconds for causing a collision. However, because of the circumstances, I think there could be an exception or maybe a different way to penalize the driver. I don't create the rules, so obviously I'm not sure how they would go about it. However, I believe that giving signs the five-second penalty in this scenario would be like giving him a 20-second penalty in normal race situations, so it's tough. Eventually, the drivers line up again, but instead of having a racing start like we normally would have after a red flag, they did a lap under the safety car and then crossed the line, and then that was considered the end of the race. It was a super dramatic race. The finishing order had Max Verstappen win for the first time at Albert Park, followed by Lewis Hamilton in second and Fernando Alonso in third. There was a total of 11 world championships between the three of them on the podium. They were followed by Lance Stroll, Sergio Perez, Lando Norris, Nico Hulkenberg, Oscar Piastri, Zhou Guanyu, Yuki Tsunoda, Valtteri Bottas, and Carlos Sainz after his penalty. And the rest of the grid did not finish, meaning Pierre Gasly, Esteban Alcon, Logan Sargent, Nick DeVries, Kevin Magnussen, George Russell, Alex Albon, and Charles Leclerc all retired. At the end of the race, Sergio Perez finished with both the fastest lap and the driver of the day. What a race. Um, Australia has definitely been the most interesting race we've watched this season out of the three so far. It features red flags, team incidents, passing, and, and an exciting podium. With a total of, if I counted right, seven red flags over the course of the entire weekend, three in the race, one in qualifying, and two in practice session one, it was insane. 
I'm honestly speechless on what to even say about this and where I even start. Uh, the race took place here at 1am in North Carolina, so going into it, I settled in knowing it was going to be a long night, preparing myself to stay up until like 2.30, 3am. I had snacks, a drink, I was ready, sitting on my couch just waiting for the race to start, but as soon as it did start, I could tell it was going to be a little later than I expected it to. I was pretty energized at the beginning, I'm, I won't lie, you know, there was some drama with the almost immediate red flag quickly into the race after the Charles and the Alban incidents. I was texting my brother throughout all of it. Then there was kind of a, a plateau, if you will, of time where not much was going on. There was still some action, but nothing too crazy. And then as we reached the 50th, 51st, 52nd, I'm like, okay, great. The race is almost over. I can get ready for bed soon. And then boom, the second red flag came out and I was like, oh boy, let's, here we go. Okay. I started getting energized again, ready for the drama to go down. Got my second wind. I was ready. First lap of the restart happened and I was in shock. I think I texted my brother and I was just like, I don't know what to say. Like, what is going on? This is crazy. And then I'm not going to lie, as they passed the checkered flag under the safety car, I, I think I might have hallucinated a little bit. I was starting to fight off sleep by that point, and I'm pretty sure that I might have hallucinated that Nico Hulkenberg stopped his car in the middle of the track after the drivers passed the finish line. And then there was another red flag, but I don't think that was real. I think that was in my brain. I don't know. For me, the race ended around 3.45 a.m., and the next day was rough, to say the least. I, yikes. I don't think I woke up until maybe 11, and then I went to my tennis practice, and during practice, I sat down on the court and almost fell asleep, so. Yeah, my after-race notes, I'm really happy for Max. Congratulations to him on winning in Australia. I was also excited to see Mercedes in the front row, and Hamilton managing to keep up and compete against the other front runners. Congratulations are also in order for Oscar Piastri, who earned his first points in his home race. Congratulations. And yeah, I was hoping for a better result from Alex Albon. He did so well during practice and qualifying throughout the weekend. It was a little upsetting to see him retire. And I feel for Carlos and his penalty. As I said earlier, I think it was a bit too severe for the circumstances, but he did really well throughout the race. So it's unfortunate that he lost it in the end. Truly unfortunate weekend for Williams, Alpine, and Ferrari, who all suffered double retirements. But all in all, what a fun race. I can't wait to hear all of your guys' thoughts on the race and everything that happened. So let me know what you guys think. On my bingo card, I had three plus DNS. I went ahead and crossed that off considering we had eight. So I think that is safe to say. And yeah, that is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Third Gear. I appreciate you all so much and be sure to interact with the podcast, share with your friends and have a great rest of your day. Take care of yourselves.